Thank you for joining the US Army Corps of Engineers Northwestern Division for today's Missouri River Basin Water Management Call and Webinar. Those invited to attend include congressional representatives, tribal, state, and local government officials to include emergency managers, local levy sponsors, and the media. We invite over 900 participants for this call each month. Slides from today's call will be available on our website at nwd-mr.usace.army.mil slash rcc and will be available in today's press release. The calls are recorded and placed on the Defense Video and Imagery Distribution Service and your participation acknowledges your consent to be recorded. For the convenience of our media representatives, the final slide in this presentation includes each speaker's name, title, and contact information. All lines have been placed on mute. When we get to the question and answer period at the end, and I'm gonna ask John to run that question and answer session, you'll need to press star six to unmute your line. We'll go in alphabetical order by state. Please state your name and the organization that you represent to ask your question. Normally we have Doug Cluck and Kevin Lau available with us from the National Weather Service to give a presentation or with the uh, NOAA Center for uh, Environmental. Sorry. Uh, anyway, they will they normally provide a briefing. They will not be providing a briefing today, but they will be available to answer questions. Uh, the Missouri River Water Management staff is available. They are online and they will provide you an updated run runoff forecast. And then we have our drought coordinator from the Omaha district available to provide you an update on response to the current drought conditions. With that, I will hand the call over to John Remus. Thank you, Arlene. Good afternoon, everyone. I'm John Remus, chief of the Missouri River Basin Water Management Division. Our office is responsible for regulating the Missouri River Main Stem Reservoir System. I will provide some general remarks, and then I will return the discussion over to my senior staff for more detailed information. I want to again assure everyone in the basin that the Corps remains fully committed to our flood risk reduction mission, protecting people and businesses when we can from significant runoff events that pose a threat to human health and safety. Floods can and will occur regardless of basin or system conditions. This includes ice-induced flooding during the winter freeze-in and spring breakup periods. While drought conditions have improved over much of the basin, the risk of widespread systemic flooding remains relatively low. Widespread thunderstorms in the lower Missouri River Basin can and do occur. Runoff from these large storms in the lower basin cannot always be mitigated by the operation of the mainstream reservoirs. Further, it is important to understand that the volume, timing, and location at which runoff enters the system significantly impacts the timing and magnitude of releases from the reservoirs. Each runoff season or flood event is unique. Care should be taken when comparing one event to another. While the upper basin runoff forecast has improved over the last few months, it is still well below average. System storage peaked on June, or excuse me, on July 20th at 52.4 million, 52.1 million acre feet, and will steadily decline over the next several months. Brian Larson and Mike Swenson will provide more details as to how this will likely impact operations of the system. But basically, we are anticipating continuing our water conservation measures through 2022 and probably longer. 
the current water conservation measures or reduce flow support to navigation and minimal winter releases. The Corps of Engineers understands the importance of the Missouri River in providing water for irrigation, municipal, and industrial uses throughout the basin. We try to operate the system to meet the water supply needs of the basin to the extent reasonably possible. There is presently and will be adequate water in the reservoirs and in the river reaches between the reservoirs and below the system to serve all water supply needs. I want to remind everyone that the Corps of Engineers does not provide or guarantee access to the water. Maintaining access to the water is the individual facility owner operator's responsibility. We will continue to monitor river, condition, monitor river conditions and weather forecasts to make operational adjustments to the extent possible. We will also continue to meet our statutory obligations to operate the Missouri River Mainstream Reservoir System for its authorized purposes as described in the Master Water Control Manual. We will also comply with all laws and provisions of the 2018 Biological Opinion. I want to again remind everyone that there was no flow test report back in 2022. The Corps of Engineers remains committed to compliance with the 2018 Biological Opinion, including the Fort Peck flow test. Runoff forecast and the projected pool elevations that Ryan Larson and Mike Swinson will be discussing are based on the best available information. Actual conditions may be different. This concludes my initial remarks. Thank you very much. I will now turn the discussion over to Ryan Larson. On slide three, the 2022 calendar year runoff forecast, which is highlighted in red, was slightly increased to 20.6 million acre feet, or 80% of average for the upper Missouri River Basin above Sioux City, Iowa. If realized, this amount would be near a lower quartile runoff or the 40th driest in the historical record. I am now on slide four. The slight increase in the annual runoff forecast is mostly due to higher than forecast July runoff in all reaches above Sioux City, Iowa. Pockets of near to above normal precipitation were observed in Montana, western North Dakota, eastern and central South Dakota, central Nebraska into northeastern Kansas, and northern Missouri. Below normal precipitation was, was observed elsewhere in the basin. The remaining months in the calendar year are forecasted to be below average as drought conditions persist over portions of the basin and the climate outlooks show indications for below normal precipitation and above normal temperatures. Moving to slide five. The left graphic depicts the soil moisture change since May 31st. Significant loss of soil moisture was observed in North Dakota with moderate losses occurring across Wyoming, Nebraska, Kansas, and Missouri. Drier than normal soil moisture conditions remain over much of the basin with the exception of near normal soil moisture conditions in portions of North Dakota, South Dakota, Eastern Kansas, and Missouri, as shown in the graphic on the right. Moving to slide six. These graphics depict the climate outlooks through November. The upper and lower left quadrants show the, the climate outlook for August, which is indicating increased chances for above normal temperatures and below normal precipitation over much of the basin. The upper and lower right quadrants show the climate outlooks for September through November, which is indicating increased chances for above normal temperatures and below normal precipitation over the lower basin and equal chances for above below and normal precipitation and temperatures across the upper basin. In summary, the 2022 calendar year runoff forecast is 20.6 million acre feet 
or 80% of average. I will now turn it over to Mike. Okay, thanks, Ryan. Uh, Gavin's Point releases averaged 22,600 CFS in July. Releases are currently 25,000 CFS. Releases will gradually be increased over the next several days as needed to meet the downstream targets. Uh, next slide. Slide 8 shows the system storage is currently at 51.7 million acre-feet, 4.4 million acre-feet below the base of the annual flood control zone. System storage peaked on July 20th at 52.1 million acre-feet. With respect to the monthly simulations or the monthly studies, the basic simulation uses the runoff that Ryan just discussed. Due to the amount of variability in precipitation and other hydrologic factors that can occur over the next several months, we also develop an upper and lower runoff that are then used in the upper and lower basic simulations. These simulations provide a range of reservoir elevations and releases that may be expected under the different runoff scenarios. The discussion to follow will focus on the basic or most likely runoff forecast. Information on the other runoff simulations is posted on our webpage. So moving on to slide nine and looking at the upper three reservoirs, Fort Peck and Oahe are currently 11.9 and 9.2 feet below the base of their respective flood control zones. Garrison is 0.3 feet above the base of the flood control pool. Fort Peck Reservoir is currently at elevation 2222.1. As shown on the basic forecast, Fort Peck Reservoir is expected to continue to decline through August. Releases are expected to be held at around 8,000 CFS until mid-September and will then be reduced to 4,000 CFS. Pearson Reservoir peaked in late July at elevation 1838.3, 0.8 feet into the flood pool. The basic forecast shows Garrison Reservoir declining through August and into the fall. Releases are expected to be held at a daily average of about 21,000 CFS until mid-September. At that time, they will gradually be reduced to a fall rate of about 14,000. Milwaukee Reservoir peaked in mid-July at elevation 1598.6. The basic the basic forecast shows Oahe Reservoir continuing to decline during August. High runoff into Garrison during June and the early part of July resulted in that reservoir being higher relative to Fort Peck and Garrison, excuse me, Fort Peck and Oahe, as you can see on the slide nine. Releases will be adjusted over the next several months to better distribute the storage in the upper three reservoirs prior to the start of next year's runoff. Uh, moving on to slide 10, which details the master manual system storage checks. The service level is used to determine releases from Gavin's Point Dam to support navigation and in combination with the bank stabilization and navigation project to help provide the downstream navigation channel. The July 1st system storage check resulted in a slight increase to the navigation flow support level. Releases are currently being set to provide flow support at a level 500 CFS above minimum service. For this service level on the basic simulation, Gavin's point monthly average releases range from approximately 26,000 CFS to 28,000 CFS. Releases will depend on downstream conditions 
and will be reduced in response to downstream flooding. The navigation season length is also based on the July 1st system storage. Navigation flow support will be shortened three days from the normal eight-month season. The Gavin's Point winter release is based on the September 1st system storage check. All three runoff scenarios currently indicate Gavin's Point winter releases of 12,000 CFS. Uh, next slide. Annual energy generation at the main stem dams under the basic stimulation is 7.1 billion kilowatt hours compared to the long-term average of 9.4 billion kilowatt hours. And the last slide here is the Missouri River Basin weekly update, which is found on our website at the address shown at the top of the page, or at the top of the slide there. This webpage gives a general overview of the current conditions in the Missouri River Basin and is updated weekly, usually on Tuesday morning. Thank you, and that concludes my remarks, and I believe we'll pass it over to Chuck for the drought coordination update. Okay, thanks, Mike. Just want to double check that you're able to hear me. Over. Hear yeah. you. Okay, perfect. Okay, um, thanks, Mike. Uh, just a quick introduction here to those online. I'm Chuck McWilliams, and I currently serve as the operation in the operations division of the Omaha District of the Corps of Engineers as the Drought Response Coordinator. And here's a quick update of the work that the team has done so far and a glimpse into some potential future efforts. Now, earlier this spring, as the drought conditions ranged from severe to extreme across a large portion of the upper basin, and specifically in Montana and the Western Dakotas, well, our teams at Fort Peck, Garrison, and Oahe, they pulled together a list of the earliest negative impacts that were expected, and they developed a plan to mitigate them. To date, we've executed work around several boat ramps along Fort Peck Lake and Lake Oahe in order to ensure that low water access uh, remained at those locations, and we have some follow-on work expected near Garrison in the coming months. Increased shoreline exposure, unfortunately, also brings the threat of several invasive plant species or noxious weeds, and the team is implementing a strategy to defeat them, built upon plans and lessons learned during the extended drought in the early 2000s. Now, going forward, we'll continue to monitor for additional drought impacts through our enhanced coordination with interagency federal, state, and tribal partners and while the Corps is not authorized by Congress to perform operation and maintenance activities on water intakes, we may provide technical assistance to local communities facing any emergencies, and that would be as a supplement to state and local efforts. The bottom line, while we hope, along with everyone, that the current drought conditions will improve and not persist, but the Omaha District remains vigilant and is prepared to support stakeholders as needed. Thanks again for your time. Thank you, Chuck. Uh, I'd offer a time now for anybody from Kansas City District that would like to provide an update on anything, if, if at all. Hearing nothing, uh, we will begin the question and answer session here. As Eileen said at the beginning, we're going to go by state, uh, alphabetically by state, and uh, again, you may be double muted, so you'll need to hit star six as well as unmute your computer if, uh, if that is the case. So we'll start with the uh, state of Iowa. Any questions from anybody at the state of Iowa?
state of Kansas, again, star six. State of Missouri, anyone? Yes, it's Mark Slavitt with KRCG out of Jefferson City, Missouri. Yes, can Mark. You hear me? Yes, yes, I can. All right. Well, good afternoon. My question for you is maybe you could just sum up uh, the the situation with the three year drought. Are we still in a three year drought as far as the Missouri River Basin is concerned? As uh, Ryan said, a considerable amount of the basin is still in drought, even though conditions have improved, particularly improvements in North Dakota and in parts of Montana and Wyoming. However, the drought outlook is for uh, actually drought expanding in the lower basin. So uh, we are still in a drought and we are still in water conservation mode uh, in our reservoir operations based on the amount of water we have in storage today and the amount of water we're anticipating in the next uh, several months. Great, thank you so much. Anyone else from Missouri, please? Montana, anyone from Montana? Again, star six to come off mute. Nebraska, any questions from Nebraska? North Dakota. South Dakota. Wyoming. One last call for questions. Anybody out there at all, regardless of state? Hearing nothing. Uh, I'd like to remind everybody that our next call will be September 8th. Uh, after that call, we will have, or, excuse me, we'll have our September 1st storage check in hand, so we'll know more about what our winter releases will be. With that, uh, we're going to adjourn. Thank you very much for uh, attending today. Oh, excuse me. We have on the last slide here the contact information for all the folks that were uh, that uh, talked today and some that didn't. So with that, we'll adjourn. Thank you very much.